welcome to the first episode of the CogPod. My name is Ashley, and I'm joined today by Justin and Elliot. How are you guys doing? I'm doing pretty well. Good. Thanks for asking. Um, although I will say I'm still traumatized by Jen's midterm. Oh no, definitely. Yeah, I think we all are. Anyway, I was actually eating at Dana earlier today. I was going down this like YouTube rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. I found this this funny video by Markiplier, like the the gaming YouTuber. Oh yeah. And he did this playthrough on this game called Observation Duty. Have you guys heard of it? Yeah, actually, I know exactly which video series you're talking about. Okay, so for everyone out there who doesn't know, Observation Duty is a game where you're watching security cameras of different rooms in a house and trying to track anomalies. Objects are moved, added, or taken away altogether. The reason why this game is so hard is because it challenges your ability to remember details of different scenes. But what's interesting is that the changes Markiplier found first were often changes related to faces. A chair moved to the left, a shoe went missing, but no, a face change is what first attracted his attention. Whoa, okay, that's, that's pretty cool. I mean, y'all know that, that kind of reminds me of two phenomena we're learned in cognitive psychology, face recognition and the blindness paradigms. Now that I think about it, this is a great segue into our topic. For those of you tuning in today on our podcast, we'll be discussing an interesting topic in the realm of cognitive psychology, specifically face recognition in the context of blindness paradigms. But, you know, before we move on, I think we should probably define what we mean when we talk about blindness paradigms. Mm, okay, yeah, you're right. So there are two types of blindness paradigms that we'll discuss, uh, which are change blindness and inattentional blindness. So change blindness is this phenomenon that occurs where there's a, some change in the visual stimulus within the, of an observer's view, but the observer doesn't actually notice the change. Take Dan Simon's door study as an example. A lot of the participants failed to notice when the person they were talking to was replaced by someone else just because the door momentarily blocked their view. And then inattentional blindness is when an observer fails to notice an unexpected stimulus in their view due to a lack of attention. Another example of, the, of this is Dan Simon's uh, gorilla study, where the observer had to count the number of basketball passes in the video, but a lot of them failed to notice a gorilla walking in the background of the video. Thanks for defining these terms for us, Elliot. This makes me wonder, why does Markiplier notice faces during the blindness paradigms in the video game he was playing? Well, I think it's just that faces are really important to us, whether we realize it or not. There's been a lot of research on the idea that faces are special in pattern recognition. I read this study by Davieu and his colleagues, who found that pictures of faces attracted more attention than other objects just due to the way we process different types of stimuli. When we process information in our environment for meaning, rather than surface level details, it stands out to us as more important and it's easier to remember. Faces are things we see every day, so it would make sense that we would be really good at detecting changes in facial stimuli, whether that's in a social context or whatnot. Like, how am I supposed to know? How am I supposed to see that you're not actually Elliot? <laughs> oh, okay, I get it. Well then, how does this actually affect our brain on a more like neurological level? Like what's actually happening in our brains versus like what we see in human behavior? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. The more biological explanation for why faces are processed differently from other stimuli is brain activity. Let me give you an example. I read recently about how there's a specific event-related potential called the N170 that's triggered when prompted with the face. In a study conducted by Shafto and Pitts, Participants were presented with facial and control stimuli 
in the center of their view while completing distraction tasks as part of a blindness paradigm. When participants were aware of the facial stimuli, the N170 potential was present. On the other hand, it wasn't activated for those who didn't report consciously perceiving faces. And ultimately, this demonstrates that there is brain activity specifically for conscious face perception. Wow, that's pretty interesting. Okay, guys, I know we just talked a lot about how faces are special and that we'll always recognize a face change no matter what. But there are actually some studies that contradict this theory. And I think it's always interesting to look at contradictory evidence, right? No, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I agree. Well, Downing and their colleagues found that bodies attract attention similar to faces compared to other objects. They used a silhouette and stick figures and found that stick figures and silhouettes of bodies actually attracted more attention than silhouettes of other objects, like, like a pencil or a house. Even the silhouette of just a hand got more attention than any other object. That's just to show that the human body is also prioritizing attention, just like a face. Huh, okay. So the jury is still out for whether faces are actually special or not. On that note, I think that nicely wraps up our discussion on this topic. But wait, actually, before we end, I do want to add one more interesting phenomenon that I remembered, which is that facial recognition in blindness paradigms actually depends on the emotion expressed by the presented face. Researchers found that it was actually easier to recognize faces with happy expressions while sad, unattended face stimuli were actively inhibited. So next time you want your significant other to notice you, maybe make like Audrey Hepburn and make a funny face. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening. If you want to learn more about this stuff, check out our QR code, uh, which has all the sources that we talked about during this podcast. Mm-hmm.